Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dark. She's Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. How are you? We're good. How are you? I'm <laughs> well. And sitting to my right, he's the recruiting analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas Football, our good friend, Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Hey, dude. How Grev. Good. Good. We get to see Grev every day now, and I it's know. great. I feel like your life has certainly been enriched by this. It is. Every morning, yeah. like, I walk in, and Grev just, like, turns around and smiles and waves. It makes me very happy. Makes you happy. can't help but, like, turn and look when those numbers... So, for those of us that... For those of you who aren't in the DCTF offices... Which is... All Everyone except nine of us or something. <laughs> There's a keypad where you have to like put in numbers to get in mm-hmm. to get access. Mm-hmm. So you can't help but look at every time somebody types in the boop, numbers boop, boop, boop. to yeah. who it is. Mm-hmm. It's also super embarrassing that if you mess up one of the yes. numbers on accident or you double click something, you have to continue to so, enter the correct number of numbers and got, then it goes Because we all have different uh, things, but they're all four digits, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we all have a different uh, four digit assume. one. So if you hear like boop, 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 you're like, ah. Yeah, and then it goes. <laughs> what a dum-dum. Yeah. And you know, and then you walk in Tough. and everyone's staring at you knowing that you messed up your yeah. code. <laughs> you done messed up. Today, is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023, 288 till, days till Thanksgiving. Pickle, I'm surprised you came in today. Why? Happy 80th birthday to Creed Bratton. Oh, my God. www.creedthoughts.www.com. <laughs> Literally the most Creed Thoughts. underrated character of the office. 80 Hands years down. old, the great Creed Bratton today. That's wow. crazy. Wow. I never would have thought he was 80. Yeah. Which means he was probably, because uh, that show's 15 years old. Yeah. Ish. Probably older. Um, but yeah, so he was probably 65 whenever they count. Yeah, him. that fits, I guess. 60, 65. Which he was, he was like the old guy in the office. Yeah. So, anyway, it's episode 1535 on today's show. Folks, we got this week in recruiting, Greg Powers. Then we're going to hear from DeSoto four star cornerback Mario Buford. 
Um, Powers caught up with him a little bit earlier. We're also going to unveil the children's health team behind the team winner. So we hope you'll stick around for all that. But first, we have first four through the door. We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, and we'll go to Facebook, Ryan Smiga. Welcome in, friends. Welcome in, friends. We appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us. Thanks for hopping on the show. <clears throat> Ready for this? Let's do it. I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. No, no Next Level Athlete anymore. I'm used to saying that. We still love our friends at Next Level Athlete, but now with Dave Campbell's Texas football. There you go. Uh, follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow him and follow us on Twitter at DCTF. I gotta like redo my yeah, whole thing. Yeah, you just like, literally uh, had to rewire your yeah, entire I know. brain. I've been doing that for years. We talked about how many shows it could have. Like we're probably over 150 of us together. This weekend, oh Cruton. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Cause you've been doing this for about four years. But we always talk about you being like, I guess the most, like probably the person besides the two of us that have been on this show the mm. most. <laughs> TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting is where you can find all his fine work. And this is section segment rather is brought to you, of course, by our good chicken friends. A Chicken Express. Chicken Express, the big game is on Sunday. The big game. Ooh, that's a power move. Uh, that's, Bring in yellow boxes. I, don't, I feel boy. like I don't even need to say anything else. The big game is on Sunday, and this segment is brought to you by Chicken Express. If you can't connect those two dots. Don't get. <laughs> it's delicious. Can you, because you came over very famously. You came to a barbecue at my house, and you brought Chicken Express. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, man, it's like you... You cracked the code. You won. I feel regret, too, for it, if there were leftover. I think there were leftover rolls because I, I doubled down on the rolls. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't take them. I left them there. Allow me to tell you, I don't regret Still that. Still have regret. I have no regrets on that. That when, next day, I was like, oh. Went into my tum-tum. My boyfriend came to that, and when we left, he goes, was Powers the one that bought Chicken Express? That was clutch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was when, like, the brand is strong. Win when, when your big game party at Chicken Express. <laughs> it's this week in recruiting. Let's start with our prospect uh, of the week. On the rise. Prospect on the rise. That part hasn't changed. It's been a few weeks since we've actually done this week in recruiting. Our prospect on the rise. Let's go to the Houston area. Go to the private school ranks. Talk about Fort Ben Christian's offensive tackle, Bennett Warren, uh, who is now... Among 10, 10 new DCTF four-star prospects. And it's showing on his resume. He's picked up offers from places like A&M, from Texas, from Auburn, LSU, Michigan. It goes on and on and on. Um, and, yeah, this is a guy. He's on, we, We've kind of put out a lot of content for the class of 2024 on TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And Bennett Warren, maybe a name that flies under your radar, maybe because uh, Fort Penn Christian, maybe a little bit off the beaten path as far as recruiting is concerned. But Bennett Warren, uh, the tape don't lie. No, he's got a. Uh, I think his coach reported he has a seven foot one wingspan. Jeez. So large human, large human in Bennett Warren. And his recruitment has really taken off. Uh, he picked up an offer from Texas at the junior day there. Longhorns creeped up his list. Then he followed that visit up with junior day stops at TCU and Texas A and M. They've both offered him now as well. Mm-hmm. And LSU is offered, and he's thinking about taking an unofficial visit there at the beginning of March to get a closer look at the Go Tigers program. But we're just rattling them off now. Like, I mean, once you got those, I mean, what's really left? You got 
got an yeah. offer from the team that played for the national championship. You got what I consider, you know, the two big in-state offers. And LSU is like that gateway offer, right, like towards mm-hmm. the SEC uh, and further east into the SEC. Like, you know, when LSU makes an offer, Alabama, Georgia, um, all these other schools really pay close attention to those programs because they're rivals Mm -hmm. um so bennett warren really is going to have an opportunity to play wherever he wants correct me if i'm wrong and maybe i'm putting you in a a, a tough spot it strikes me that at the private school ranks they put out a lot of big time star especially offensive linemen defensive linemen too but offensive linemen especially tommy brockermeyer Mm -hmm. was the number one player a couple classes Mm -hmm. back now transferred to tcu you have donovan jackson who went to Mm -hmm. ohio state he's probably coming back onto their roster next year their best offensive Mm -hmm. lineman returning um five-star guy as well walker little is the name walker little playing in the nfl now and then you have at i mean just if you're gonna make a stop by fort ben christian and Mm -hmm. you're gonna Check out Bennett Warren. Go ahead and put eyes on 2025 athlete Kobe Sellers as well, mm-hmm. a guy who will be a four-star. Yeah, so keep an eye on that down there. Fort Ben Christian's 2024 offensive tackle Bennett Warren, one of the new DCTF four-stars on TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Let's roll on to our Commit of the Week. Our Commit of the Week, we're going to South Oak Cliff, where we were supposed to be a week ago. Then weather got Dumb high. ice. Yeah. Where their athlete Jamari Colley, a.k.a. Wildman. Wildman has committed to... SMU, which is a big get for Rhett Lashley, considering this is a guy, a DCTF uh, four-star, rather, a number 30 in the DCTF Hot 100. He had offers from places like Georgia, from A&M, from Texas, from USC. But he's going to the Hilltop. This is a really nice get for Rhett Lashley and company. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, just uh, wanted to stay at home. I When Cauley first popped onto my radar... It was his sophomore season. They won the state championship. But, you know, he's a big dude. I thought, wow, what what would this guy look like as an outside linebacker? And that was coming off of a season where he racked up close to 900 yards and I think 15 touchdowns, something like that. So that was a weird question to ask. But it's just when you look at him, you can see his freakish potential mm-hmm. on either side of the football. He, he desires to play offense, and he's done a good job at playing wide receiver. Um Obviously, he understands how to use his frame and uh, out muscles smaller defensive backs and bigger defensive backs for 50-50 balls. Um, but he's a sneaky good route runner. Mm-hmm. Like, he's open often, and he has a great catch radius. Long arms uh, can shield those defensive backs away from being able to make a play on the football. Uh, really like his potential at SMU, and I think that he has a chance to dominate that conference. And, and in 2024 – what a great way to get a fast start for Rhett Lashley. Well, and this is exactly the kind of kind of guy that if you are Rhett Lashley and company, these are the, these are the types of recruiting battles you want to win. You want to give guys who want to stay at home an opportunity to stay at home and just like lean in and be like, yeah, sure, you can play at, 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 at you know at, at a big at a high level. You can play and get put up you know go to the NFL if that's what you want to do. Uh, you can do it all from the comforts of home. And obviously, I have to imagine that was a big factor in Jamar Colley's decision. Yeah, no doubt. And you know SMU is going to have to fight. Mm-hmm. to keep him committed, right? Mm-hmm. That's the type of recruits that you want. Yes. You want the recruits that everybody else is trying to get. They have to keep to, re-recruiting. Yeah, 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 you want the recruits that everybody else is still trying to get. So, a uh, huge huge win to kind of kick off 2024. There's a lot. I mean, really, the ball's starting to roll a little bit with commitments. Mm-hmm. You know, there's commitments 
popping up every day now. It was a it was a pretty good week of commitments because you had Leonard Moore down at Round Rock. He committed to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You had Armstrong Notum at Mesquite Horn who committed to Rice, which is one of the best Rice commits, by the way. Yes, ever. <laughs> yeah, like it was a great commitment. I can't believe that Armstrong doesn't have. They call him they call him Strong because he has a 455 pound. That's his nickname, Armstrong Strong. Um, 455-pound bench press and a 675-pound squat. Okay. Man, so, we're the same human. Yeah, exactly. Y'all better start calling me strong. <laughs> Good week for in-state commitments in Texas. Thank you for just blowing right through that stop sign. I appreciate yeah. that. It's, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers. Go to texasfootball.com slash recruiting for all things recruiting in the state of Texas. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week. Staying in the DFW Metroplex, go to Red Oak to talk about their 2025 wide receiver. Their 2025 wide receiver, Taz Williams. And he is on a heater, as the kids would say. He now has 20 scholarship offers with uh, new offers from places like Alabama and Georgia. Already had offers from places like A&M, TCU, Michigan, etc. He was a breakout superstar for the Hawks as a sophomore. And uh, people are starting to take notice of what Taz Williams is all about. This, is, this one's crazy to me because Taz came you know, to the next level athlete camp a couple years ago and I feel like he checked in at like around 5'9", 5'10", 155 pounds. Now he's six foot 175 and watching him play on the field last year you could basically see that how much he had grown up. He's going to be a dude, right? Like he's already got Alabama and Georgia and all the other offers you mentioned so there's no doubt that colleges know him as a guy who can make an impact at the next level but I love watching these guys kind of grow up, right? And I got a chance to call the Red Oak Lake Belton game for mm-hmm. Texan Live last year. Yeah. And it threw me off. Like, uh, that was, I think, was that my first game pickle that I did? I think it was. No, you no, did it Temple. Wasn't. It threw me off because they listed him as Montaz, and I just know him <laughs> as Taz. <laughs> so Montaz was making, he returned a uh, kick for a touchdown and super explosive in the return game, and I'm Montaz Williams. Well, I didn't even connect the dots. That that was Taz. Yeah. Until like halftime, I was like, "Who's Montaz Williams?" And this Montaz Williams, Montaz is, pretty Williams good. is killing it. I should put together a, a profile <laughs> yeah, for him. Like I thought I was like walking into some big, huge discovery. Come to find out, he'd already been dis- he'd already long time ago yeah. been discovered. That's but funny. Uh, he's going to be a key integral part of the Red Oak offense there, which is transitioning to a new head coach. Very bright and talented young group of uh, prospects at Red, Red Oak. They not only have uh, Taz. They also have Braden Robinson, a 2026 wide receiver who's getting a lot of attention, and Kamorian Morgan in the 2025 class, a defensive end who's already a DCTF four-star. So uh, the future is bright down at Red Oak. There's a lot of reason for college coaches to stop through there in the spring evaluation period. And, of course, Warren Roberson. Yes. He just flipped his commitment yesterday from TCU to Texas. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like the last shoe to drop in the class of 2023. So 2023 is now final as Red Oak cornerback Warren Roberson is now a Texas Longhorn. Yes. That uh, that was another bit of news coming out of the 2020 class of 2023. Uh, rather, or, yeah, class 2023 as uh, Bayhall and Warren Roberson. But keep an eye on Taz Williams there at Red Oak. Uh, just going to be a junior this upcoming season. Let's round things out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week going to San Antonio. Talk about San Antonio Veterans Memorial running back James Peoples, who is going to go play in the 2024 All-American Bowl. He's 
our number 12 prospect in the DCTF uh, Hot 100 uh, in the class of 2024. Uh, we just released the new top 50, including the top 10, which drew yep. some uh, drew some eyeballs from people yesterday. Uh, he's already got 20 offers. Places like Alabama, Texas, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, uh, he's pretty good, I would say. And and he's going to be taking his talents to the uh, the All-American Bowl. Uh, I imagine this is just a good opportunity to talk about, hey, change people is pretty awesome. Yeah, he is. And I always like these cool stories because, you know, the All-American Bowl's in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So he gets to stay home and play uh, in front of his family, friends, coaches, teammates uh, from Veterans Memorial and a huge honor there for the high school and the player, James Peoples. Uh, one of the most talented backs in the entire country. He, he's he got a really long offer list. He hasn't paired, paired it down to like a top set of schools. But just watching this thing as it – naturally progresses i think two schools to keep a close eye on so far are texas and ohio state mm-hmm. he's going to be taking an official or sorry unofficial visit up to see the buckeyes at the beginning of march uh an extended visit where he's going to spend multiple days there a, a few days on campus and then of course he was one of the highly touted prospects that the longhorns had on campus for junior day which is you know in state that's one of the big events right the ut junior day every year it kind of became that around or in the Mac Brown era, you remember when they used to have the UT mm-hmm. Junior Day, like they would put together their entire recruiting class basically on that one weekend. Mm-hmm. Things have changed. It's not like that anymore. Um, these players tend to string out their recruiting process a little bit longer now. Texas doesn't push to have everybody commit on one weekend, but of I think Hookham made a, a pretty good impression on Peoples while he was on campus. Uh, a, a name to know there, James Peoples, uh, one of the top prospects in the entire class of 2024. You can find uh, the what the, the the Hot 100, the new Hot 100. So we've this is how we've attacked it. We updated the top 10 yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a new number one in Duncanville defensive end Colin Simmons. Mm-hmm. Two new faces in the top 10 in Taylor Tatum and Justin Williams, outside linebacker from Conroe Oak Ridge. And of course, Tatum is a record-setting running back at Longview. We updated the entire top 50 today. So to be a four-star at DCTF, you have to be rated within the top 50. Mm -hmm. So all of the four-stars or the initial set of four-stars were named this morning. And we will release the top 100, the rest of, you know, the top players in the state Mm -hmm. next week. But we're going to be doing some top 10 lists in, Mm -hmm. in the interim. You know, top 10 quarterbacks in the state. Will all 10 of these guys make the top 100? I guess we'll find out. We guess we'll find out next week. Well, and the, the other thing, I guess we can talk a little bit about it. Uh, the top two yesterday, because we released the top ten overall. Right. Top two. Number one, Colin Simmons at Duncanville. Number two, Micah Hudson at Lake Belton. Um, is it fair to call them one and one A? Yes. Those two guys? Yeah. That, I, well, mean, I mean, Hudson was number one. What, when do we name him? Like, Hudson's been the number one prospect for probably close to a year. Yeah. So these are like to like these guys. You're not going to be upset if somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, by the way, you, Michael Hudson should be the number one prospect." Like that's not going to be. You know, Cer- you're like, no, you're certainly wrong. not. Yeah. I think that you could have either one of them atop of your rankings list this year, mm-hmm. and no one would be upset about that. And as a matter of fact, looking back to like some bold predictions that we made, you know, six to eight months ago, I think you're going to see a very number one prospect across like the recruiting mm-hmm. sites this year. As a matter of fact, I think. Kobe Black is the number one uh, in-state prospect at 24-7 sports. Uh, then I think it's Hudson and Simmons or Simmons and Hudson. I'm not sure exactly what that rankings order is. Uh, but you're going to see 
different guys, I think. And one guy who's a little bit of a sleeper that I think gets in the conversation Mm -hmm. by the time the dust settles is Frisco Reedy offensive tackle Mm -hmm. Max Anderson. Mm -hmm. And I say say that because I feel like he is the type of guy that not a lot of people are going to see on the camp circuit. He's not a big camper. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of have to go off of what you see in person on film or uh, if you have a chance to go to a game. Well, backstory for recruiting fans, Frisco ISD isn't open to yes. basically recruiting media. Yes. Right? So it doesn't offer a ton of opportunity to go out and see Max Anderson in person. Dude's a freak. Yeah. Great in the weight room, technique sound, has a college pedigree, um, and is ready to go from a physical standpoint to step foot on campus and compete for playing time early. That's just a little name to watch as he gets in the mix. Maybe he's, maybe he gets in the mix for the number one prospect by the time it's all said and done. But it's a definitely a talented group. He's Greg Powers. He's our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout and see his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stick around because I've got some more things for you to do. Let's do it. Okay. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle, can we talk about our friends at Children's Health? Yes, let's, let's do that. For the fourth year, Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with Children's Health Andrews Institute to shine a light on student training programs across North Texas with the Team Behind the Team Award. This year, 11 finalists were selected to compete for the Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year Award and a chance to receive a $2,500 donation to their school's athletic training program. After more than 600,000 votes on TexasFootball.com, we are proud to announce the North Texas Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year and the recipient of the $2,500 grant prize is Pilot Point High School. Congratulations to the Pilot Point Bearcat Athletics Training Staff for being named the North Texas Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year presented by Children's Health Andrews Institute. Congratulations to all 11 finalists, but a very special congratulations to the Pilot Point Bearcats Athletic Training Staff for being named the North Texas Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year presented by Children's Health Andrews Institute. Now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. 
Powers, who'd you talk to this week? <laughs> we caught up with DeSoto cornerback Mario Buford, a four-star, checking in at number 50 in the updated rankings. DCTF top 50 for the class of 2024. Tremendously fun interview here as he's got some of the top schools in the country chasing his signature. Here's DeSoto's cornerback Mario Buford here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I'm joined out here by DCTF four-star Mario, Mario Buford at DeSoto High School. State champion, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody asks a question like, oh, what's it like to be a state championship? I don't want to know that. I want to know what it was like after the state championship yeah. game. What was it like coming back to DeSoto, mm-hmm. having that honor? I mean, what, what was it like being in this city? Man, when we came back from uh, the state game after winning, it was just like, Everybody was in love with us. Like the whole city was definitely turned up. Like you know, I was able to go anywhere. You know, Whataburger, Waffle House. You know, get some free food, all that. Had my mail on, hat cocked to the side. Felt great. Yes, sir. Uh, Desoto's a uh, like a school rich in history. Defensive backfield. Like there's been a lot of guys from the secondary who went on to have success. Even in this class, Jaden Miller Jones, who's going to play for Deion Sanders at Colorado. He's one of my favorite players to watch. You know, he was a warrior. What sets you apart? What makes you special? Why have over 25 schools, you know, extended you a scholarship? I feel like I'm definitely, like, a very technically sound player. Like, I feel like I'm able to, like, be in places in the field. Like, you know, I'm able to cover a lot of ground real fast. You know, I'm kind of long. I'm lanky. I feel like I'm able to cover, like, pretty much any receiver that comes at me because I feel like I've guarded the best receivers. So, like, for a receiver to really have something for me, like, this is going to have to be like, you're going to have to show me something like new, new or something like super nice for it to even, yeah. Talk about competition, right? I got to talk about competition a little bit. You had Jontae Cook on your own team that you had to go against in practice, but this district that you play in every week, it's loaded with receivers. Does that make you better? Oh, definitely, definitely. Especially uh, guarding receivers like Jontae every day. And, like, you know, even my freshman year, I was guarding uh, Jaran Bradley, who's at uh, Texas Tech yeah. now. And uh, Jaden. Yeah, yeah. Jane Wilson, who's at Arkansas now. So, like, oh, like, as since I've got, oh, and uh, Stefan, yeah. who just had a big season at uh, Oklahoma State. Yes, so, like, you know, since I've gone to the Soto, like, I've just been straight, like, just straight to getting to guarding the top guys. And, like, you know, especially dudes like Jontae, like, it's rare, super rare around the entire country where I'm going to ever see a receiver like that. And in my district, you know, like this year, I'm going to have to go against uh, Dungerville. You know, they got the number one receiver in 25 in uh, Corey. And it's definitely a matchup that I'm looking forward to, you know, for this next season. And uh, I'm preparing for it now in the offseason. A lot of eyes will be on that game for sure. And, you know, now it's your turn. Now you get to teach Dalen Singleton the ropes, right? Now you're the cornerback that he's going to be matched up uh-huh. with to learn those things. We talked about how many offers, like a lot of offers coming at you. We can't sit here and talk about or break down all of those things. And you haven't released a top schools list, so I kind of, I always watch what they say, watch yeah. what they do. You know, yeah. like I kind of pick some schools out that I want to ask you about specifically, and I'm going to do it in a little bit of a reverse order than maybe what you might expect because yeah. I'm going to start in the Big Ten. You know, not a lot of people in Texas talk about Big Ten country. Mm-hmm. You got two schools on the list there mm-hmm. that I think could be a factor for you in Michigan yeah. State and Penn State. Mm-hmm. What keeps those programs in the mix? Um, you know, Penn State was uh, just 
that they're actually my latest offer, but like you know, since I've gotten the offer, I've gotten to speak with a lot of uh, the coaching staff, and like you know, the first thing I think of when I think of Penn State is that uh, viral video of when uh, you know the game was first starting and it was the whiteout yeah. and they was just all screaming and you couldn't hear anything. Like QB trying to snap the ball, they had to call a timeout. So that was just like probably against Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking like, wow, like the atmosphere and the fans, like they really love Penn State. So I'm definitely going to get up to Penn State uh, sometime during the spring. As well as Michigan State, I'm planning to get up to their spring game. Uh, you know, Michigan State, I mess with Coach Duhart a lot. I mess with their entire coaching staff, really. You know, they all, they're all really cool. Like, you know, they definitely want to win. And they definitely, you know, they always going against some top teams. So, you know, every year mm, they're going to have to go against teams like Michigan, Ohio State, and stuff right. like that. Yes, sir. And now I'm going to – go a little bit to the Pac-12 because I want to ask you about Oregon. Oregon seems to be like one of these schools that has so much momentum in Texas high school football right now and a lot of guys across the country want to play for that school. What is so attractive about uh, Oregon? Man, Oregon for me, especially being a defensive player, you know, Coach Dan Landon, you know, yeah. <laughs> just won, he literally just won a natty at Georgia as their defensive coordinator and now he's the head coach at Oregon. You know, like being a defensive guy, I want to go where, you know, where defense seems like it's going to be, you know, the best for me to fit. And like, you know, Coach Martin, uh, Coach Pallich, like those are all my guys. And I feel like definitely at Oregon, like, you know, I've built a relationship and like I'll be able to uh, uh, make an impact. I'm going to guess Coach Pallich got a relationship with yes. you when he was at Baylor. That was probably one of your very first offers, I'd yes, guess. Sir. And then now he's moved on to Oregon as well. Uh, Nebraska. I mean, honestly, not a lot of guys list Nebraska as a school like in their favorites as a Texas player. But things have changed, I think, because, one, they hired Matt Rule, who had success mm -hmm. at Baylor. And really, the t the ties in Texas are now strong. You got, yeah. you know, Garrett McGuire is the wide receivers coach. Arlington mm -hmm. Martin uh, coach yeah. Bob Wager's up there. So, I mean, they're, they're serious about Texas now. Uh, with Nebraska, since – it's like since my freshman year, Nebraska has always been recruiting me basically the hardest out of any other school. Wow. Mainly because my brother is their starting safety right now. Well, there you go. There's a tie for you Cornhuskers fans. <laughs> go ahead and give your brother a shout-out before you dive into you it. You know, uh, Marquise Buford Jr., number one, the starting safety on defense. So, you know, uh, Nebraska, like, I've gotten to talk to a lot of different coaching staffs at Nebraska, obviously. But, like, the, the Matt Rule, Evan Cooper, the new coaching staff they have right now is definitely, definitely top. Like, they're definitely my favorite out of the three. No, no, no shade, but they're definitely my favorite out of the three. You know, Coach Rule, he seemed like he definitely trying to get Nebraska back to where it was, you know. And, uh, and the fans in Nebraska, wow, the fans are amazing. Like, I remember I'm down there my freshman year, and, like, people are already knowing who I am from Nebraska. Wow. And I'm like, wow, like – like this is new to me. Like I'm not. I wasn't expecting this and everything like that. Yes, sir. I can definitely vouch for that because whenever I went and watched Nebraska, it was like mm -hmm. Nadama Kinsu was playing yeah. there, and they were playing OU. Sam Bradford was the quarterback, mm -hmm. and even though Nebraska had lost that game, they cheered OU off the field. Like so, the yeah. fan base there, the culture there is just like something mm -hmm. different, something special. And we're gonna have to come to this guy for the inside track when yeah. it comes to Nebraska, <laughs> since his brother's there. And then, you know, uh, Washington, you know, what keeps that uh, team in purple in your mix? Uh, because um, Washington is definitely a great school, you know, for DBs to get developed and make it to the next level, which is where I wanna be, you know. Uh, 
coaches coaches at Washington have been great with uh, producing great cornerbacks and putting them into the league. Like, you know, just a few years ago, not even maybe last year, they put like two, three uh, DBs into the league in like the high first to a uh, second round. So like definitely, definitely a great school for uh, defensive backs. As Mario Buford, you got seven minutes of action, hard hitting action with him in this interview. Uh, thanks for the time, man. Good luck as you guys go try to go back to back next year. And of course, as you navigate through what is going to be a very fun recruiting process with all these offers coming at you. Yes, sir. Thank you. There is Mario Buford, cornerback from DeSoto. I just want to know what it would be like to walk the halls mm-hmm. to go through my city mm-hmm. off of a state championship win something i'll ne- something i'll never get to no. experience you know no. something really cool that those desoto players yeah they get to do that get, you know he's got a whole nother year of high school he gets to be the man he gets to do like the man he has to do like the vince mcmahon walk down the hallway yeah, like oregon chasing him yeah i feel like there uh, should Penn be like State. music following him yeah. around like whenever he goes like into just a, a room. band follows him yeah <laughs> plays whatever music he wants the drum yeah, line just goes around. yeah the drum line just follows him around um but yeah mario buford uh, a star there and you're right he's he's a guy who's who's a top 50 prospect in the d in the dctf hot 100 there on texasfootball.com slash recruiting so exciting cool. times i like the insight too that he gets to give to a program like nebraska for us because his mm-hmm. brother plays there um throughout the coaching change and all the new new texas ties there like he knew it, what it was before and he knows what it is now mm-hmm. pretty cool uh yeah uh i guess behind the scenes look at what's going on at nebraska with most mario buford most certainly we appreciate his time a little bit earlier let's go over to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment the final thoughts um, coming up at two o'clock. Today, two, I believe. R O. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know if R O F is going Should be. live today. I think so. Should be. Okay. Um, Hold on. We're gonna go ask. Breaking news: If the show isn't happening, <laughs> but if the show is happening, not breaking news. But are they going live or is it audio only? We're just watching. Here we go. The grand reveal. Okay, I talked with the producer. Okay. Forget her name. I want to say Margaret. Margaret. Um, She said that there will be a show today at 2, but it will be on tape, but it will be a show that's live to you guys. So it's on at 2 today republic of football you could just do like big time wrestling and Purple it's always live right yes. it's always live yeah it's always live exactly right everything's always live to tape anyway that was a lot more complicated than i thought it was going to be but rof at two today supposedly it'll be on <laughs> it's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell's and of course see us at texasfootball.com thanks to desoto cornerback mario buford for being our guest for ashley pickle and greg powers i'm greg tepper vince young please get your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow on texas football today really we're we just gonna i thought maybe you would wave or something thanks Bye. powers <laughs>